0: Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your boy, IGFBB Pro, Matt Butale, coming at you with another topic today, and guys and girls, well, mainly men. Girls, you can listen to this too, but mainly men. If you are listening to this, I want you to understand that today we will be looking sort of into a metaphorical mirror and asking ourselves like who we want to be surrounded with, or at least why we are surrounded by you know, those people or why we choose to allow ourselves to be surrounded by those people. Okay, this is specifically for men that have beer bellies. Okay, yes, there are over 100 episodes, you can look throughout all of them, there's something for you. But today I'm focusing on men with beer bellies, because number one, these guys are like the toughest people that, you know, to to talk to as men, because they don't listen. And it's just true, men don't listen right my father had a he has he doesn't drink beer but he's you know he's got that belly right and i grew up with him like i know exactly what it is you know with you guys in your head you know it's because you're hard workers you don't really care much about your body until you get to a certain point until you you know your body is actually deteriorating and then you know it's like well health now you know you still care about how you look but it's more about your health now right so and that's probably what's encouraging you to actually look at what you need to change with your uh, routine with your health so that you know not only are you healthy, but your body uh, falls into alignment with that as well. Um, But again, I do understand that men with beer bellies, most men with beer bellies, actually, um, they are hard workers. You know, they just, they really don't care much about their body because their priority isn't their body. Their priority is like their family. Their priority is work. Their priority is what am I going to put on the table for my family and how are we going to survive? So everything else comes after that, which is 100% fucking respectable, especially as a man, you want to be someone like that. You want to be, if you are, you know, A valuable man or a successful man you want to be somebody that you know your family can rely on like that level of pride is something that you shouldn't throw away right and I understand maybe you threw it away for a little bit when you decided to go all the way in with your work for five years for 10 years for 15 years for 20 years even to put your kids through school like you as a father or as a working hard man put yourself on the back burner for so fucking long that you sort of Caved in and ate yourself with your old bad habits that, honestly, you don't even look at as bad habits. But we're going to be breaking that down with a metaphorical story. I'm going to be giving you guys and girls a perspective, but mainly you men, a perspective on how important it is that you actually surround yourself with people that can help you get to where you need to go with specifically any other journey, but specifically your fitness journey. Okay, so let's let's get into this one. Let's walk through a hypothetical scenario. All right. Let's say you bump into me at the club. You know, everyone's having a blast, everyone's, you know, having some drinks, and again, beer belly, sure, whatever. We'll, we'll just go on with it. We're having some drinks, okay? This is not beer, right? Even if it's beer, it doesn't fucking matter, right? So, again, we're drinking some beer, we're having fun, uh, we're listening to good music, you know, the vibes are good, all that stuff, right? And let's just pretend that we're doing this, even if you're married, your wife doesn't know, all right? So, <laughs> we're at the club, we're hanging out, we're chilling, okay? And we're having the time of our lives, and then all of a sudden, just like any normal human being... You got to go to the washroom. You got to crack the seal. You're going to take a leak. That's cool. That's fine. So you leave, okay? And you walk. You head to the washroom. You go to the washroom. And you take your leak. And as you walk back, you're walking back to our booth, of course. And your wife doesn't know that you're at the club, but we're at the club. And I I notice something embarrassing, okay? I notice something embarrassing. Like, let's say, for, for the sake of this scenario, you know, that your fly is down, okay? And there's, like... A one foot piece long of toilet paper stuck under your shoe and your belt is undone. Something fucking embarrassing. Like in the middle of the club, it's like we're looking at you like this drunk mess or like, well, what the fuck, right? Would you rather? This is a question for you men and answer this honestly, as honestly as you possibly can. Would you rather I keep quiet and let those girls point their fingers, let those dudes point their fingers and everybody else point their fingers at you and mock you and laugh at you all night? Or Would you rather have me call you out? Maybe not in public. Like, oh, you dipshit, you piece of shit. Like, I'm not going to, like, rip you to shit in front of everybody. Or would you rather someone or me or whoever is there with you to at least nudge you, bring you to the side and say, yo, hey, man, zip up your fucking fly. We can see, man. Or buckle up your belt. Or I'll just step on that toilet paper on the back of your shoe. Right? Like, would you rather I do the thing where I might have to risk personally embarrassing you just between us? Or would you rather I... Shut the fuck up. Sit back and let everyone embarrass you. Think about that. What's funny? If you have to think about that, then there's something wrong because it's a no-brainer. If you truly value yourself, you don't want to be fucking laughed at. You don't want to be around people that are just gonna like you know keep quiet whenever you're fucking up, right? And that's that's sort of what we're getting to over here, especially with you men. And again, it's it's not even like okay, men. Probably don't like to listen a lot, it's true, but at the same time, m- people don't really approach men and like tell them shit they need to hear, whether it's out of fear, whether it's out of respect, whether it's out of just a lack of care because I mean you seem to not care, so why the fuck should I care about your body type of thing, right but I've noticed you know what I mean when you are at least when I reach out to these men because they do reach out to me and they ask me questions related to fitness sometimes. But whenever I dig a little bit deeper, I can see that no one actually, like, outside of them, it's pretty much them. Even their wives typically don't care much. Their wives would love if they had better bodies, but their wives wouldn't really, like, push for them to eat cleaner or make sure that they're, you know, sticking to it. Unless the man said that he was committed enough to stick to it and go through it, right? And I I just noticed, it's like, for women, and I'm maybe I'm wrong here, but I've noticed, but for women, it's like, a woman can just look at herself funny and make a face and then everyone else is sort of like, oh, fuck, like, you know, I'm going to be nice with my words around her or at least I'm going to encourage her to make her feel better about herself, which is amazing. It's sick. You should do that, you know, assuming <laughs> you're not going to get in trouble. But I don't see that sort of same uh, attention with men. It's more so like um, a man will look at himself, give, him, give himself the screw face in the mirror and be like, uh, you know what I mean? Everyone else will just be like, yeah, uh, like you look weird. Um, or just go along with whatever you think is is shitty on your body, but no one's really as a, as a man going to tell you, unless like you're in the gym, is really going to tell you, man, you fucking, you got to tighten up that gut or yo, your arms are fucking small or your chest. Like, why do you have man boobs? Like true brothers will bring that out. There's a difference between friends and true brothers. And that's sort of what we're talking about here. Sort of. Okay. Your friends are going to go out with you. They're going to have fun with you. They're going to respect you. They're going to appreciate you. They're going to value you, but not as much as your brothers. And no, I'm not speaking of like blood related. I'm, I'm speaking of like close enough to be in a relationship with the, the man, the person to tell them, hey, man, I don't like what you're doing. Or hey, man, are you sure this is the right thing? Or hey, man, you don't look good. Let's do something about this, right? To tell you the thing that you need to hear as opposed to the thing that you want to hear. Hey, man, you're drinking too much beer. Hey, man, you're going out too much. All these things, right? Like you need to have somebody there that's willing to have that conversation with you as a man, because I think just in general, between man and woman, nobody really likes to approach men to talk about, you know, the simple things that would help them live longer, mainly being a little bit more fit, having a little bit healthier habits, right? It's it's more of a a softer and easier topic to have uh, that conversation with women, which is not a bad thing. But I really do think that men like need to hear the message: "Hey man, like you're fucking up," because women are they're they're always in their circles. They're likely going to behave that way anyway, whether it's subconscious. But, but for men, it's usually very surface level. Sports. What do you do for work? And that's it. We don't really talk about health. Like maybe oh, I want a six pack. Maybe I want to get rid of my beer belly. Maybe I want to get rid of my man boobs. But even after that, it's like health. Like, what are we going to do to keep that fat off? What are we going to do to keep the man boobs off, right? There's a difference between the people that go to the gym for that specific result, sort of get close or even hit that result, and then sort of like waver off and never really focus again. And then there's the people that get to that result or even close to it. Maybe they don't reach it, but they stay surrounded by people that are always striving to improve their health, always striving to improve their their body, their mindset, and through that are able to consistently improve in the gym by putting on muscle or increasing strength and the most important part to keep the body fat off and to keep the man boobs and to keep the beer belly off of the body because they're surrounded by people that a either never had it or don't have those man boobs or the beer bellies okay or b they may have had it and they got rid of it and they never wanted to they just don't want it again they're fucking done with it so they're going to stick to whatever routine it is, going to whatever club it is. When I say club, I mean like the gym, you know, social uh, gathering that's going to help them ease the burden on their mind of thinking about how consistent they have to be with something or how difficult they have to be with some, something has to be when it's uh, related to fitness because they actually enjoy it and they're with people that enjoy it too. Like think of not even just the gym, think of like all the other activities that you had when you were growing up, right? As, as a guy. Maybe you played baseball as a kid. Maybe you played basketball as a kid. Maybe you played soccer as a kid. I did freestyle wrestling. I did football. And one thing I can tell you about camaraderie outside of that, actually, is not only are we focusing on you know playing our sport better, but we're also focusing on improving our lives in general, and almost in a subconscious way, sort of in the benefit like how the women have that benefit, right? And it's typically with men in sports or men in physical activity or men in some some form of intense labor, whether it's work, right? If you have those few buddies, right? You guys share the same mindsets, share close to the same interests, and this one thing can bring you together. Yes, it could be work, but it's better if it's like fitness. It's better if it's like an extracurricular activity that has another benefit outside of just socializing, right? I work you're just socializing. The benefit that you get from being in a group of people that are physically active is the social aspect. On top of that, You're checking off the mental responsibility of doing something that is, you know, in line with your health and fitness goals. It could be anything. It could be a martial art even, right? You've got your select few people on the squared circle that you will always mesh with, that will always keep you aligned, that will never be afraid to tell you what you need to hear in order to get yourself to where you need to go. And this goes with everything, not just your fitness, not just your fitness. It goes with everything in your life. Down to your teachers, okay? So again, guys and girls, it's a no-brainer. You'd much rather, especially you men, much rather have a man tell you in your face—maybe not rude, but in a form direct—that's direct—to do to fix the th- the problem. Like you shouldn't just ignore it, right? And if you're ignoring it, and I can see that you're ignoring it, I'm going to tell you. Not because I'm an asshole, well, maybe partially, but also because I actually. I could be a worse asshole and just sit here and watch you fuck yourself over. And I'd rather not. Okay? Again, if we can understand that this makes sense, why is it so different when it comes to fitness? If we can understand that it's okay to tell somebody, hey, man, you got to stay in on the back of your shirt. You should switch your shirt or throw a sweater on. Right? Like, if, if I could tell you something that might embarrass you between us for your benefit, for for you to improve, for you to not be perceived as less, for you to win, we'll say, even... Why is it so different when it comes to fitness? Like, let's face it, man. If you are a man over 30 and you've been working for like at least 15, 20 years of your life and you don't care about your body or never really put yourself on the forefront because you had priorities, which I get and I understand. Okay, if that's you and you've got like man boobs bigger than your girl's tits, and you breathe so heavy, like you sound like Darth Vader and you're sort of shape you don't really play with your kids because you kind of can't, I'm calling you out. And if I do call you out, am I an asshole or am I a good friend? Am I an asshole or a good friend? And that's sort of a, t- a trick question because the answer to that question is both, really. Because it's not comfortable to hear those things. I'm a, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's like, even me too, like I have, I do take um, harsh criticism and when I do, sometimes it fucking hurts. Sometimes it just, it pisses me off. Sometimes it confuses me. Sometimes it, Uh, it gives me just an array of emotions. But the fact of the matter is no one's going to say anything that hurts with the intention of being good to directly hurt you. Their intention is to be good. And if it hurts, fuck it, whatever. It's okay. You're not going to die. All right. But the whole point of it is, okay, now you know this. Yes, it might have hurt, but cool. The pain might have been the catalyst for you to actually take that leap. Right. And now that you've taken that leap, Good. We can see improvements, or at least we can anticipate improvements, and that's what this is all about. It's not about our fragile egos as men, our our, our brittle you know foundations of pride. It's not really about that. And if it really was, then no man would really have any uh, have accomplished anything, because a lot of pride is swallowed and put aside in order to make themselves better, and not just for themselves, but for their 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 group, their community, their social group, so that. In that social group, those people can also get better exponentially over time, right? Which is why when you have a bunch of meatheads or a bunch of gym goers, like say three or four or five of them, and they met in the gym, they always connect or hang out in the gym, those people versus your three to five guys that are always linking up at the bar whenever there's a pay-per-view match for UFC or football, whatever have you. They have the same habits in, in their own separate groups. Like, that's the reasons, like, why they have this the, the, the same habits. It's sort of, like, cemented. It doesn't really change much. It can't, you know, because that's sort of, like, the theme of the group. And the moment you don't want to do what everyone else wants to do, you're an outcast in the group. Okay? But here's a question, or at least here's something that you should realize as a man. If you f- fear that you're going to be an outlier or, like, the odd one out in the group, by focusing on something that you want to Uh, enforce in your life or focus on in your life, then it might be a sign. Not always, not always, you know, it's not always a sign, but it might be a sign that it's time for you to grow out of that circle and either look for other circles that are more in alignment with what you are doing or you can, you know, talk to those people and maybe they might be on board with you subconsciously and then slowly you could shift the entire group. But it's easier to just take yourself out and find another spot than to try to change the mind of everybody else that's had those same values and the same habits for 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. It's just way easier to just find your own group of people. And it doesn't mean to completely cancel out your old friends. Don't do that. I wouldn't recommend that, actually. It's not nice. Think of, like, if someone did that to you, would you you feel good? Like, fuck that. Don't be an asshole, right? But definitely don't spend most of your time with them. Spend more of your time with people that are going to at least bring you closer to where you want to go. At least. Right. And it's not like you're making friendships only for the reason of benefit. Like you can have friendships that don't offer you shit like that's fine. It's friendships. If you enjoy the person, if you enjoy the other person, Like it's, it's cool. But what you learn from that person, what you replicate from that person, all the subconscious things have to be in control, in your control. And so much of it has to be in your control that you don't end up doing some of the negative things that they do. Right. Which just means you spend less time with them because that's the only way you can really get the control out of that, you know, to be a part of the social circle, but not be a, not a victim, but uh, not a slave, but not a, a robot to it, too. Like you're, you're not you don't want to be that person because that person keeps the beer, the beer belly on that person drinks more than a six pack a week. That person is the person that you've been for the last five, 10, 15, 20 years as a man. And you're kind of tired of it, or at least I would assume you are if you clicked this episode. Because you want to get rid of your beer belly, you want to get rid of your man boobs, but you've tried everything, some things may have worked, you might have even fucking lost the weight, you might have even got close, but you went backwards, or you're not able to go all the way through, and you wonder why, it's right in your face, bro, the answer is right in your face, and it's in your phone, and it's literally in your messages every Friday or Saturday, whenever you do respond to the group, it's those people, man. And this is a hard message to speak because it's a hard message to actually practice. And I'm speaking with experience here. And I'm not a master at this. There are definitely a lot of people that I've got to spend a lot less time with. 100%, a billion percent. Okay? Like that's, I'm being vulnerable here. Like that's just the truth. But being aware of the fact that I have to be aware of that fact is why I'm literally making this episode today. To make you aware of that fact. That you must really audit your circles And keep yourself away. Again, you don't have to, like, burn the bridges. Like, think of if someone did that to you. Would you like that? Right? Like, you don't have to burn the bridges, but you really do have got to control, like, what's going on in your space and how much time you offer out to the people in your space and the things that the people do in those spaces. Like, look at the things that they do that you've been doing with them for fucking decades but aren't really willing to confront. Like, that is the hardest pill to swallow. And when you're able to swallow that pill, believe me, the results are fucking amazing. And they only get better, but it, it's weird because it's like the hardest things in our life. Lit, I'll put it this way. The, the, the things that we want the most in our life are literally behind some of the easiest things to do, but the easiest things to do feel like the hardest things to do in our life. It's it's not like they're they're hard, not because they're difficult, but because they're simple, if that makes sense. It's so simple that it's difficult. All you've got to do is stop talking to these people most of the time. Really? Cool. I could do that. Can you really? you know like think of it when they message you on friday are you going to pick up all you got to do is not pick up as much as you have maybe once every 2 months instead of every single weekend but do you have that much ability to control yourself to say no is is the real question and if you have the power to say no and you can't really pressure yourself into other things or no one can pressure you into other things that's where you start to build the skill of being able to control where you spend your time with others and then you can, again, uh, again spread it out with other people that have more of the values that align with what you want to do, or you can focus more on yourself alone, depending on how you like to operate. If you are more of a social person or less of a social person, I personally am more of a social person. So it's a little bit more difficult for me. I'm just going to be honest with you, but it's still doable. And every single time I've made progress with it, I've made progress in every other facet of my life. So this is not bullshit. This is not junk. You should really pay, uh, pay attention to this message. And especially if you're a man, you need to let this break through your head. Okay, the same dudes that you've been around for God knows how long can't be around if you want a different picture at the end. And again, that doesn't mean to cut them out. It doesn't even mean that. It just means to like put them on their shelf where they belong. Fun dudes, great. Whenever there's a football game that you can go to, you will go to that football game and you'll watch it with them at the bar. Cool. And, and getting ri- rid of your beer belly, getting ri- rid of your man boobs doesn't mean to never drink beer again. It doesn't mean to never eat burgers again. It doesn't mean to never, you know, enjoy a pizza again. You can still enjoy your life sustainably. Guys and girls, specifically men I'm talking to today. Again, there are hundreds of episodes where I talk to everybody, but this is for men today. You can still do these things in a sustainable way if it isn't your main thing that you do every day. Like if you can have burgers, pizza all that stuff every now and again if it's every now and again but if it's every single weekend or every single day you know the answer you're not even tracking what you're supposed to be eating you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing at the gym hence why you're in the position that you're in or why you've undone all the progress that you really put so much effort into uh to you know into you put a lot of effort into that progress but you haven't been able to retain the gains or you know, keep the fat off because you just haven't been able to stick to it for long enough. Why? Because every single time you make just enough progress, those same people reach out. Or you reach out to them and you're just not willing to, like, smell the coffee as a man and, you know, give them less uh, less time out of your day so that the probability of you making uh, worse decisions decrease when it comes to your health and your fitness and just overall. Okay? Like, guys and girls, mainly Men you're not going to get rid of your beer belly by hanging around a bunch of Homer Simpsons, especially if you've been struggling to get rid of your beer belly for over five years. If you're a stubborn man that doesn't really like to follow instructions, but you know you really need help, you're pretty much just an arrogant man, which is normal. Most men are arrogant, especially the people that, and I've noticed this firsthand, most of the men that you know have bodies that have sort of fell off the... The, the other end of the slide will say have, you know, really, really, really hardworking lives. They're providers. You know what I mean? They serve more people than themselves. They've put themselves at the back burner deliberately so that they can fulfill their goal as a man, as a father, which is 100% respectable and commendable. But there comes a time where father time creeps up on you and that, you know, health, you health becomes a priority. It becomes something that you need to focus on. Or you just reduce the amount of time that you're going to spend on the on this planet, which reduces the time that you'll be spending as a provider, which ultimately defeats the purpose of you doing what you're doing in the fucking first place, as a man. That's a catch-22 for you, if there ever was one, but that's the whole point here, guys and girls, especially if you're arrogant, you're an arrogant man, you're like, well, you know, I'll listen to someone, you know what I mean? And they're willing, they'll actually, like, they'll reach out for help, like... You know, just because you have pride doesn't mean you won't even say anything. Like you can ask uh, ask for help, but have enough pride and ego to not actually apply the help. And then you're stuck in a recurring loop. But again, it's all the conditioning of your mind that will enable you to actually make use of the information that you're able to accumulate. If your mind is set in a frame where you are open to learning new things, open to trying new things, open to actually practicing and exper- uh, experimenting, gaining experience, you're going to get the results one way or another. But if you were just, oh, this is interesting news. That's great information. Oh, I needed to hear that today. But you aren't really willing to do anything. You aren't really willing to make a commitment. You aren't really willing to change anything at all to get a specific result. That's your pride that your ego stepping in the way. And I mean, hey, I'm not here to convince you, but I'm here to tell you that you know what you're doing and that the people that are around you that see the way that you behave and don't do anything about it are also in on what you're doing, right? And whether or not it's their body, because it's not their body, they technically don't have to give a fuck. It definitely reflects as to how you feel about yourself. The birds of a feather flock together. And we know that. age-old saying, I didn't invent that term because you already know what it means. Okay? What you need as a man that has a beer belly, that is over 30, that has been working for fucking years on end and not really putting their health first, is a good faith asshole in your life that is willing to have tough conversations with you and is not afraid of your attitude and is not afraid of your pride, is not afraid of your ego, and cares more about helping you see the picture right in fucking front of you. Okay? Okay? And when you're able to see the, right, the pictures right in front of you, you are able to do what you need to do in order to successfully burn that fat, drop that be- uh, beer belly, lose the man boobs, and keep the fat off permanently. And no, having a good faith asshole that is a man in your life that is willing to just be, you know, blunt and direct, not even disrespectful, just straightforward with you and tell it like it is, doesn't ex- like the whole goal is not to belittle you or to put you down. The whole goal is not to make you feel less of yourself or that shit is not possible for you because, you know, whatever situation that you're in, it's actually the opposite. It's to uplift you and help you shine in the best way possible. Just like going back to the metaphor of talking about, you know, we're at the club. I see you looking, you know, quite embarrassing, leaving the washroom, toilet paper under your shoe, belts undone, zips down, right? I tell you zip your fly, uh, buckle your belt, and I help you get uh, rid of the toilet paper. Yes, was it embarrassing for me to call you out? one-on-one man-to-man and say, Hey man, you're looking dusty. Absolutely. That's fucking embarrassing. And it will always be. And that's fine. And I experienced that today. I get embarrassed because I do stupid fucking shit too. And that's fine. But if you're willing to listen to it and you're willing to do something about it, that's the fucking beauty of it. And in order to get that beauty, you're going to have to surround yourself with more people that are less likely to not say something when they see that something is wrong. That's a good friend. And to me, what I'm defining in this episode, a good faith asshole. Someone that isn't afraid to be somewhat of an asshole or to be perceived as as somewhat of an asshole to you in order to help you benefit. Just for you to benefit. Just for you to shine. Just for you to win. Just for you to get what the fuck you want out of your life or out of whatever it is that you want to do in that moment. Okay? And for men, it works by being blunt and direct. Especially for men. Okay? Constructive criticism is a wonderful gift. Okay? And the truth is, you'll never, ever, 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 as a man, get rid of your beer belly, lose fat, build muscle, drop those man boobs. You'll never, ever, 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 as a man, have the ability to burn fat initially, unless you're able to keep yourself surrounded by people that constantly strive to do at least 5% of that, like it's a common theme in the social groups that you have, how much I benched today, or how much I went to the gym in the week, or how compliant I've been with my protein intake, or what supplements I think are worth taking, or whatever it is, if it's health related, if it's fitness related, and your social group is about it, Once you do embark on a journey, it becomes a lot easier to stay on that journey and to keep the fat off and to get those results that you want out of that journey by surrounding yourself with people that A, have either gone through that journey, B, are going through that journey, or C, people that have helped others get to that journey and take care of it and go through it. Because you can do this all... uh, Let me just keep it a stack. You could do this alone. You could burn fat alone. You could literally go on Google on YouTube, learn everything you need to fucking know about burning fat, getting rid of your beer belly, you know, fixing your gut health, all this, like everything you could, you don't even need to listen to these podcast episodes. You don't even need to literally hire a coach. You don't. But why do people hire coaches? Like if if the information is out there and people still hire coaches, why? Well, the answer is literally based off of what I'm saying in this episode. It's in this episode. And what am I saying? I'm saying it's for the group. It's for the people that want to keep the weight off. Not just to to burn it. You can burn it. But then what happens if you burn all that fat? You look in like a fucking Greek god, but you still have the same buddies that do the same shit, and you still have the same habits, even though you change them just for a time period to get your results. What's going to happen? All the fat's going to come back. (laughs) And then you're going to get back to the other end and say, how the fuck did I get here? What happened? What happened? When did I stop going? Why did I stop going to the gym? All of these things. And the answer to that is going to be, well, it all started one week when I went out with so-and-so. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to chill out for a little bit because, you know, he was saying I was killing it. I looked fucking good. and It's true. I was killing it. So I'm going to take a little break for a week. And then it becomes three weeks. And then it becomes three months. Okay. And now you're not even meal prepping anymore. Your weight's coming back on and so on and so forth. And you're wondering, what the fuck is going on here? What happened? When and, and how and why? You got sucked into the vortex of your old friends, bro. And it's happened to me. And I know what the fuck that feels like. And it sucks when you realize it, but you have to realize it in order to realize it. When you realize it, you got to take action on that. And you've got to at least make an effort. Not to completely cut them out, but to not spend as much time with them as you do. The power of saying no is literally the power of your ability to grow in a community of people that have the same vision as you, or at least are interested in health and fitness at the very least, which most of your friends probably aren't. If you have a beer belly, if you have man boobs, especially for over the age of 30 and you're hardworking, providing, most of your friends are probably going to look like that too and reflect what you look like. Right? So if we can understand that, then we know that it's important to, Make sure that you surround yourself with gym buddies and friends that will keep you aligned with your goals in any field of life. Again, I'm speaking mainly towards fitness, but this works for business. This works for school. This works for gaming, even everything. Whatever you want to improve in, hang around people that are doing that thing that are good at it, that are going through it, that have done it, that are doing it, right? Because that's just going to be the common talk whenever you walk around, whenever you message just going to be okay how closer are you to this video game completion or fucking how well is your business this week or how much progress have you made in the gym this week and why are these things being talked about because that's like the theme of the group whereas the, the current theme of your group now is a man is okay well like okay let's go fucking i don't know check the movie or let's go check the bar let's go play some pool and not really do anything right like what's the theme of your group man Ask yourself that. Really sit down and think about it. Like, what do you guys do on average? What do you guys do to to pass time? If that thing that you guys in your group do to pass time is conducive towards your overall goals, cool. And this doesn't have to be all about fitness. Just conducive to it. You know, your friends are considerate. If you say, fuck, I can't eat this and that at the restaurant. I'll have this. They're not going to fucking laugh at you. And even if they do, which is fine because (laughs) men are assholes, quite frankly, they don't actually really mean it. They're just teasing you about it, but they're also on their health journey as well, right? Like, things like that. You don't have to have a perfect friend group, like, no, but having a friend group that at least will call you out when you need to be called out because your values are somewhat similar, your morals are somewhat similar, is ideal to keep you in a state of constant momentum that is going to allow you to not only burn the fat, not only get rid of the beer belly, not only get rid of the man boobs, but to also keep it off permanently, Does that make sense? You don't want to ever go back to the old people that are going to force you into your old ways of living. Does that make sense? All right. And if that does make sense, I want to let you know that I'm looking for five men who need a good faith asshole in their life to help them get their shit together and lose about 10 to 15 pounds per month. Per month. Think about it. If you had to lose, how many months would you need? if you were losing 10 pounds every single month, how many months would you need in order to get to your dream body? How many months would you need in order for you to be at your dream goal weight? Think about that. Think about that before you DM. Think about that before you reach out. Let me know what you actually think. How many months would you need if you lost 10 pounds a month every single month? How many months would you need in order to get to your goal body? Okay, and if you're looking for someone that is willing to call you out If you're looking for someone that's willing to put you in a community where others have similar mindsets towards health and fitness in the future, DM it, just DM me, reach out to me. Say, hey, Matt, I listened to your meathead on the mic episode, number 114, and I thought that it might be the best time to reach out based off of where I am in my life. That's cool. That's fine. Reach out. Ask me. Let me know. Let's talk about it, okay? This is your sign to take advantage of the resources that are right in front of you. Don't miss this opportunity get right or get left. Let's do this, man. Again, audit your circles. Make sure that you're around people that majority of the people that you hang out with have similar values and similar morals. They don't have to be carbon copies, but they have to at least encourage you to go to the direction that you want to go into. All right. That's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you so much. For your precious time and attention, also guys and girls, specifically men, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy with me, IFBB Pro Matt Butale, as your head coach, feel free to give me a DM on any social media platform, I'm literally everywhere, you could Google me, uh, M-A-T-T-B-U-T-A-L-E, Matt Butale, hit me up, Uh, don't forget to screenshot and share this podcast on your IG story or any social media platform that you are watching this on, I would really, really, really appreciate the support. Let's embrace your inner meathead together. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro Maputale, signing out. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner head. All right, it's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.